This is Chris Ciccinelli, and welcome to HIT. That's High Intensity Tactics for Growth. And today, we're going to talk about sales. And the biggest thing about sales is sales is the equal opportunity, right? Everybody has the same amount of chance to go out there and sell their clients, their customers, all of those different people that are in our life. And one of the biggest things that I want to make sure that we talk about is inside of sales, the big piece that I look at with people is saying, first and foremost, let's talk about sales because I, I, I think that there has to be, before we talk about that, what is the definition of being successful at sales, right? So the definition of success is when what you think, what you say, and what you do all become in alignment, okay? What you think, what you say, and what you do. So what I think is, hey, I'd like to go out and make some extra money, right? And I think in this in my head, I'd like to go out and make six figures. I'd like to make, you know, seven figures, whatever that is. And then I tell my friends, I'm like, hey, hey, I'm going into the sales. I want to be this, you know, business owner. I want to own my own business. So I go out there and I tell everybody, man, I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to go out there and drive as hard as I can. And then you go and play freaking Fortnite. That's not in alignment. Okay, you think it, hey, I want to make this money. I say it to my friends, but then I do all these actions that do not get me to where I, I want to go. It's kind of like, think about this. It's kind of like a diet, right? When I tell people about dieting all the time, because I think dieting is a very uh, common thing that people do. I mean, everybody goes out there and they do this, right? They think that they want to lose weight. Well, it always starts like on a Saturday, like you have a big binger, you might feel a little bit bloated, and then on Sunday, you you you, you wake up. And if this happens to you, you know, I need you to beep your horn if you're listening to this or you know, tap your desk or something, okay? Because you're, you're probably going to be like, okay, that's me. So you get up in uh, on Sunday, you're like, you know, I think I need to, to, to start a diet. And so you go and you go to Pinterest, right? And you go, oh, I wonder what the latest diet is. Or you go to you know Google and you start researching all these diets and they're like, well, it's all about eating healthy. So you have this grand idea that you're going to go down to your local Kroger's, your local supermarket, whatever you might do. And then from that point, you go, you buy some chicken, you buy some veggies, and then you start meal prepping, right? You start putting everything into, into little containers. You market, you know, Monday lunch, Tuesday, you know, lunch and dinner. You have your breakfast. You have all these different things laid out, right? And you're, you're, you're uberly excited because one, you have this uh, endorphins that kicked in that you went out to the grocery store, you did your meal prep, and then there was a sense of accomplishment that you felt like, oh my God, this is awesome. But once you think it, you say it, right? You you go to the work the next day, you have your little satchel, you have your little lunch pail, you walk in, all you have is your nice little uh, little box, your little container that you have all of your, your veggies in, you have your also your container that you have all your chicken in, your little chicken cubes, you start cutting everything up, you lay everything out really nice and neat, somebody walks up and goes, hey, Chris, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on a diet. Well, well, what kind of diet? I don't know. I saw it last night on Pinterest, and I looked really, really good. So I decided to do that. So you get really excited. You, you, you're like, you make your, you're eating your lunch. You're doing everything. You take it over. You wash everything out of the the sink. You're smiling. You feel really good because you don't feel really bloated. All of the other things that are going on. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm really doing this. This is amazing. So you're thinking, you're saying you're doing it. It's all great, right? Everything is going. So then Tuesday comes by. Tuesday you do the same thing. You walk into the office. You got your lunch with you. You're so excited. You're sitting down having it. People come up and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is day two and you're still on diet. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm feeling really good. It's awesome. And then Wednesday comes by. 
Wednesday, you sit back and you're like, oh my God, it's nine o'clock and you're starving. Nine ten, you're looking at your watch. Nine twenty, and all you keep thinking about is, I'm so hungry, I'm gonna gnaw my arm off because you have not fed yourself like in the last couple of days. You're part of the Pinterest starve yourself diet, right? And and you're still doing it. Everything is going well. And then all of a sudden you get through Wednesday, you get through Thursday, you're doing the whole diet program, everything's amazing. Then then Friday. Here it is. Friday, you go deep into the closet. You find those skinny jeans that haven't maybe fit you in a while. All of a sudden, you start painting those damn things on. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm putting that. I'm putting my 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 pants on. I'm excited. I got a little bit of swagger. I'm walking into my office, and the next thing you know, one of your friends says to you, "Goes, oh my god, you look amazing." Like, oh yes, it's been awesome. I've been on this diet for a little bit of time. She goes, "Well, you should go out with us and and celebrate." I'm like you know what? Maybe I should go out. So you go out for cocktails with coworkers. So you literally go out and you turn one cocktail turns into two, two turns into three, three turns into the fried cheese platter that you know you shouldn't be eating. But you decide, hey, listen, I haven't had any calories all week. So I'm going to go ahead and just cheat a little bit. And so you continue on drinking and you wake up on Saturday with the worst freaking hangover. And all you say is, hey, I need something greasy. And you tell yourself, well, I'll just start that back over on well, Monday. I guarantee you probably all answered it as I said it because that's typically what happens. Everybody thinks it, they say it, they do it, but they do not do it uh, long enough to see the damn results. And therefore, that's the problem. You think it, you say it, you do it, but it's also not only doing it, but the time frame in which you do it. How do you stay committed? How do you stay committed to going out there and being top of your game from a sales perspective? Like, hey, Thinking, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting all my contacts together. You know, I I want to put them all. These are people maybe that are I need to warm these leads up. These are my leads I need to work for the week. These are my leads from the last week. So you think it, you say it to yourself, and you say it to your significant other. You say it to your team members. Like, hey, I'm gonna really get back on the stick. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna start really communicating a lot better with my clientele. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna make as many phone calls. I'm gonna text message them. I'm gonna start my newsletter. I'm gonna start all those things. And then you do it for a freaking week and then you stop. That's that's the biggest issue. It's it's about being consistent with it. A lot of people go, well, what system should I use? Well, most people are using the system that's working for them, and it's called inconsistency. That's your system. Inconsistency is a system that I see most people use, and therefore they're getting they're getting they're in they're being so consistent and being inconsistent that they are getting the inconsistent results, which they're getting exactly the results from being consistent. So if I'm consistently inconsistent, then you should understand that inconsistency should be your thing that you should be getting every time in your business. I'm not getting the sales I want. I'm not getting the parties I want. I'm not getting the bookings. I'm not, well, I'm not closing my leads I want. Well, okay. Well, then let's be honest with yourself. What is it that you're doing? Well, you're going to look back and say, hey, I'm just not being consistent with my processes. And everybody's looking for the best system there is. I remember when I got out of college, the first system that they they gave me was the Franklin Covey system. Well, that was the worst freaking system because all you did was you 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 systemized and planned your day and you got shit done. You got nothing done. All you did all damn day was I'm going to plan my day and that you spent more time on planning than doing. And that's what I see too many people do today. Quit planning, just pick up the phone and do. Quit, you think it, you say it, you do it, but you do it over a period of time. You don't stop. You continuously have to continue to go forward. It's called progress. And I see too many people that don't have progress because they're searching for freaking perfection. Stop looking for it. Now, if there was an easy, simple equation for success, right? And, you know, and especially in your sales, 
And you got to think about this. And if you thought about A equaled, you know, 1 and B equaled 2 and Z equaled 26, and you think about the alphabet, what I always tell people is there's always these words that surround successful people, right? Like you'll hear these words thrown out, well, man, you're just really lucky. Like I hate when I hear when I see somebody that sold $100,000 or they sold a million or they have a million dollar team and somebody walks up to them and says, "They're gosh, you're lucky." Well, you know what? I, I really appreciate you thinking that I'm lucky, but luck is only 47% of somebody's success, right? You're going to go out there and, and luck is, it, yes, you're going to have some clients that are going to, it's going to be lucky. You're going to walk into that, that party or that, that sales call or that recruiting event. And it was just, it was luck. It was just, it was timing. That person was ready to, to go. That person was ready to sign the deal with you, but that is not success. Some people say, well, successful people, they have a lot of money and they have more money. And if they have more money, then they're going to be more successful. She has more, more credit card room so she can buy more stock or somebody can be, you know, they, they have more access because their parents had money. Therefore, they're going to be more successful. Well, that's another pile of dung because that's not true because money is 72% of somebody's success. <clears throat> so what makes somebody successful? And I was always, always told that in business and entrepreneur and in sales, that the biggest thing that somebody had to do is they had to be knowledgeable about their products, right? They had to be knowledgeable about what they were selling. They had to be knowledgeable about how to talk to people. They had to be knowledgeable of what to say. So, you know, when we think about people that are knowledgeable, we always think about attorneys. We think about doctors. We think about people that have a long history of academics in their life, right? I think that it's it's common. Like I'll be out with my my attorney friends, and um, it's funny because somebody will come up and they'll say, "Hey, you know, who's buying this round?" And you know, I'll say, "I'll buy this round," and and uh, then another buddy will come up and we'll buy the round, and, and they're like, "All right, guys, who's the che- who's the check going to go to?" And it, the bartender will always ask in the conversation, "What do we do for a living?" And you know, I will say, "I'm in sales." My buddy always says, "Well, I'm an attorney for blah 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 firm in Cincinnati." And for some reason, the bartender always hands the bill to him. And I'm always like, dude, why do you think you keep getting the bill? And I know how much money you make and I know how much money I make. And so finally, one day I asked the bartender, I said, hey, can I ask you a question? Why do you keep handing him the bill? And the bartender goes, well, buddy, if I had an attorney that was making all that money, I'd hand him, I'd give him the bill too. I said, well, you never asked me what I sold for a living. He goes, well, what? I said, well, I sell love for a living. I sell relationship. I sell going out there and teaching people how to run a business. He goes, well, can you make a lot of money on that? I said, well, if you ask him, well, why don't you ask my buddy? And my buddy goes, he about 20 times my salary. What? He's in sales. How can he make more? He, you know, you have a PhD. You're, you're an attorney. You're the, you're the smart guy. Knowledge does not always equal the success of somebody. It's 96%. What really is gets down to it's not even hard work because I believe you can outwork somebody and you can bust your ass and you can outwork them but hard work is only 98% of somebody's success success is not all about luck or how much money you have uh, to invest it's not about how much knowledge that you have it's not even how hard you work it, the number one determination of success, and you think about it, A equals one, and all the way through Z equaling 26, it comes down to attitude equals 100% of somebody's success, and it's attitude, right? It's the attitude of, of going out there and just wanting to win the day, the attitude of serving. I think in sales, and I think in life, if you have a proper attitude and you attack things with the glass overflowing, it's not half full. 
It's not even three quarters full. It's over freaking flowing. That's the attitude when I see people that are really being successful in life is that they come at things, the way they tack things, the way they look at it is this this whole lens of attitude. And too many people go, well, Chris, uh, uh, you know, how do you develop this positive attitude in the world that we live in? I said, because your input determines your output. What are you putting into your body? What are you listening to on a daily basis? Hopefully the people that are listening to this podcast are listening to several other business podcasts, self-help podcasts. They're watching YouTube. The people that are not and have a bad attitude, they're watching the news. They're getting on and seeing all the things that are happening, uh, murders, or overdose, Trump, whatever it might be. They're focusing on the wrong things. They're putting the wrong pieces into their body. And therefore, the outcomes that they're getting are just that. They're getting the crummy outcomes. Their attitude is like, man, the world's gloom and doom. Or Did you see the stock market the other day? Who gives a shit if the stock market went down? I mean, if the stock market went down, my attitude is I got I to gotta go make more money. It, it, it happened. It was yesterday. Tomorrow's a brand new freaking day. Get out there and have a different lens on it. Have a different point of view. It's terrible. I have so many people that are in my life that are Eeyores. I can't hang out with them anymore. I can't hang out with the people that want to just complain about everything that's around them because ultimately what happens is their their attitudes start becoming my inputs. And if I start getting them or letting them or listening to them, those inputs that I'm allowing in are determining my output. And that's a terrible place to be, especially for an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is a person that has to always know where they're going. What is it? that they're trying to strive for? What is the clarity that they are trying to get with their business, with their sales targets, with their goals, with how they want to see things in life? That's that's what it gets down to. What is the attitude that you're going to wake up with each and every day? Because here's the thing as a salesperson, what we know as salespeople, most sales are 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 done or happened or or closed between the fifth and the twelfth contact. The fifth and the twelfth contact. That means we are picking up the phone way more than our than the people that are doing the same jobs as us. The, the same people that are selling it. The difference between us that are successful is that we go to the nth degree. We just don't make one phone call and we stop there. Most people do not make the second phone call. About 90% of people will not make that second phone call and they want to close the freaking deal. I'm like, no, your attitude has to understand that you're going to have to do more phone calls, more text message, more time that you're going to have to spend to close this. Well, Chris, I don't want to be a stalker. I don't want people to think I'm pushy. Well, shit, have you ever seen what a pushy person drives? I mean, quit telling yourself these stories. If you want to be successful, then you got to do things that nobody else wants to do. And 80% of salespeople, you know, or uh, 80% of deals are closed between the fifth and the 12th contact. I mean, Harvard Business School did a study to determine the common characteristics of a salesperson, right? And the number one characteristic of all of it is 100% acceptance for the results. Successful people don't blame the economy, the competition, or any of their other dips. In fact, the worst thing, uh, the worst things to get, the harder you have to work to make the negatives work to your advantage. You have to accept the results. I'm not going to blame the damn economy. I'm not going to blame, you know, what's going on with the president. I'm not going to blame that because ultimately I start blaming. I start pushing these, these pieces out. Well, that's my attitude. And my attitude is, is that, oh my gosh, that I'm not going to get ahead unless I get the present that I want, or I'm not going to get ahead unless the, 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 the laws work in my favor, or that I'm not going to get ahead unless I win the freaking lottery. That's not, that's not what we should be thinking as salespeople, not entrepreneurs that want to do it. 
That's why when we talk about a, a very important characteristic in sales is knowing your end result before you walk into the meeting. Now, when I sit down with somebody, I'm knowing that the biggest thing that I want to do is I want to close that person to join my organization, or I'm wanting to close that person with, a, <clears throat> with booking a party or, or closing a deal with them. Most people go into meetings with no, they, they think they know what the outcome is. So they like, yeah, I want to get this meeting. I want to get this, you know, party booked or I want to get this, you know, deal closed or I want to, I want to get that person signed up. But what they don't do is, yeah, they might know the end results, but do they, do they visualize the conversation, how it's going to go? Do they, do they step through all the possible objections before they walk in the room? Because if you know your end result, then you know that the end result is going to come with a couple of different landmines, landmines that you're going to have to overcome, landmines that you're going to have to make sure that you, you think about before that conversation happens. Most people walk into sales deals or uh, parties or you know closing it with, they just come in with, yeah, I, I want to close this, but they haven't, they haven't visualized it. They haven't thought about it. Think about the, some of the top golfers in the world. Do you ever watch when the golfer is, uh, is getting ready to approach the tee box? They don't just walk up and hit the ball. They actually are taking a couple practice swings. They're looking down the fairway. They're visualizing how that shot is going to come off the club, how it's going to actually land in the fairway. They're going to place that ball where that ball needs to go. That's the difference between a successful golfer and a not successful golfer is they're not just walking up and hitting it. They know that the end goal is yes, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit it out in front. I gotta keep it down the fairway, but they're not thinking about all of the different obstacles that might be in front of them or all the different challenges. The other thing too is intensely goal oriented people, right? That's what Harvard said too. This is these are the things when Harvard sat back and they said, you know what? What are characteristics of the of the top salespeople in the world? They those those folks are also very goal oriented. They write their goals down. They are putting them down in front of them because they understand that they need this roadmap. They have to understand that where they are going, what is it that they're that they're playing for? Three percent of people, all right. 3% of people are the are actually write down their goals. So that means 97% of people are just not successful because they're not really goal-oriented. They're not putting it in front of them. See, the successful people know their end results. They visualize the problems. They think about what could be the different landmines. They commit to it, and then they go after it because they understand the whole thing about being successful. I mean, I, I think it's amazing when you sit back and you think about Harvard doing this study and the people that they they went and, and said, okay, what are these top characteristics? And those are the top. The other thing that they said too is having a daily plan, not a weekly plan, not a monthly plan, but what is today's plan? What am I going to do to be successful today? All right. The thing that you know Tony Robbins said in, in, in this study is if you want to do if you if we want to direct our lives, we must take control of our consistent actions. It's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. And therefore, having a daily plan plays really, really well into that. Don't confuse your actions with results, though. I think too many people think, oh my gosh, you know, if, you know, if, I, if I'm going to make these phone calls and everything is going to work well for me. No, I mean, you, your actions are going to lead you to where you want to go, but you got to continue to keep doing them each and every day. The third point Harvard made in the study, don't take no personally. Successful people have a high enough level of confidence and self-esteem so that although they may be disappointed, 
they are not devastated, okay? You can't take no personally. Um, are you making no part of your day? Yes, you should be because ultimately it's great. 70% of people that get into direct sales, you know, basically fail each and every day. People that, you know, people that are in sales and that eat what they kill or hundred percent commission have to understand that they're going to have to get a ton of no's. Those no's are going to lead to people saying yes, because they have to understand the more times they're hearing people say no, the more times that they're getting people to, uh, to uh, have a conversation with them, they're practicing their craft. They're practicing their objections. That's the most important thing. And I live by a statement and I live by this. Actually, this is one of the things that's helped me my entire life. The worst thing that somebody could say to you is the thing you're not prepared to answer. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you're asking people every day. You're going for the no each and every day. You're getting that, that, you know, that practice of hearing the rejections and hearing the things that are going, that you don't want to hear. And it's okay. That's the stuff, but you got to remember what's going to really lead to your success is having that attitude, a hundred percent attitude. That's what you want today. That's what you want, that daily plan of going out there, grinding each and every day, and loving it, and it being excited. Think about this. Know your end result. Commit to it. Follow your daily plan and choose to be successful. Chris Chickenelli, hit high-intensity growth. I can't wait to talk to you next time. <laughs>